Now, 2,000 years ago, John was a prophet, and this prophet were on the Isle of Patmos, and God came to him, and he gave him a vision. He said to John, John, he, he was on earth, and John was carried away into the spirit, into the spirit realm, and God showed him, he said to him, in Revelation 21, verse 1, he said to him, John, I want to show you the bride, the wife, Jesus Christ, bride, and that is the church. And then he showed him a, a, a mountain with a city on it. So that city is the bride, and God showed him things of this wife, of Jesus Christ's wife, the church, how it looks and what is going on inside of it. It is for the church to overcome. So they need to have a revelation of Jesus Christ so that they can overcome. Revelation 1 and 2 and 3 is for them to overcome. Now he gave him the revelation of who this wife ought to be, full of the Spirit of God. Now I want to speak to you on the street. I hope this bless you. Revelation 21 verse 10. And he carried me away in the spirit, not to heaven, to a great high mountain, and show me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Descending out of heaven from God. And I said it was not, he was uh, taken away to heaven. He was taken in the spirit. Having the glory of God, this city, this wife, this woman, having the glory of God, wow, and her light, not the city, the wife is also a city, but her light was like unto the stone, most precious. It was like unto a stone, most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Jasper stone. Now John 4, uh, Revelation 4, if you read how God is, uh, when John saw God, he said, oh, God looks like Jasper stone. Awesome. Now he says, and I saw the city, the wife, also looked like Jasper stone. So we have the same glory and image of God the Father. We have the same image, and that is his plan, so that the church must rise full of spirit with the same image as our Father. And clear as crystal, clear as crystal. So something that's clear as crystal is pure, is holy, is transparent. The church must be transparent. You must see on this earth who the church really is. And if you look today in Christianity, oh boy, you do not see clear as crystal who is this wife, Jesus' bride. So she must be clear as crystal. Something that's also, oh, it's clear as crystal to me, means you understand it. You have the revelation of it. People can see and understand this wife is Christ because they see the same glory in you than in, in 
God. So let's go on. And the twelve gates, verse 21, and the twelve gates were twelve bulls. So the gates in this city is twelve entering places. There's twelve bulls, is also twelve bulls. So the wife, as the church, has twelve gates to enter through and out. And every several gate was one bull. And the street of the city, and the street of the city was pure gold. Now we are always um, hearing of, and the streets in the new Jerusalem that will come down, a literal one. The streets were, um, is gold. Now, the street of this city, one street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. So, it is not gold like our gold watch. It is a gold, it, it is crystal, crystal clear. It's a crystal, it's a street, a way, a path where you can walk on. It's crystal clear, holy, pure, righteous, clear. It's understandable you have the revelation because it's crystal clear. It is awesome. And it reflects like gold. That is what. And this street was pure gold. It's pure gold. As it were transparent glass. So you can see right through this path. Remember John 14 verse 6 says. Jesus Christ says, I am the way. And I see a street. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. This, when he said that, he mentions three gates. Because the, the tabernacle of Moses had three gates, three doors. And the first one, name was, he was the way. He was, the second gate was, he was the truth. And he was the life into the Holy of Holies. So a way is a road. Jesus Christ is this way. This road, this golden, golden speaks of kingly, royal. This way, there's only one way, and that's Jesus Christ to the Father. This way in us is Jesus Christ. There's no other way to the Father. There's only one way. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. This golden way, which he saw in the city, in the bride, in us. We are going further. And I saw no temple therein. I saw no temple therein. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. I saw no temple, a place, a dwelling place of God in it. Because God, the Almighty and the Lamb, Jesus Christ, are the temple of it. We are staying. What is the temple of God? Your body. Is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your temple. Don't you know? Don't you know? You're a temple. You're a temple of the Holy Ghost. 
So I see no temple in this city because God is that temple for us. We dwell in Him. It's spiritual place. It is not a literal Jerusalem. It is a spiritual Jerusalem. Hebrew, if you read Hebrew 8, 9 and 10 and 11 and 12, you see um, Hebrew 12 will say, you have come. You have come to the new Jerusalem, the living city, the living mountain. You have come when you are born again with God. So let me read further. Revelation 22, verse 1. And he showed me a pure river of water. Remember the street, it's clear, clear as of gold, like gold, kingly, clear, one way Jesus. Out, and he showed me a pure river of water of life. Also clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and out of the Lamb. A clear river, clear water, crystal, living water. Remember, living water. Pure river, clear as crystal, proceeding where? Out of the throne of God and out of the Lamb. Out of the throne appear. Verse 2, here, in the midst of the street of it. So, now he said, in the midst of the street of it. So, he's speaking, he said, I see a river. I see a path of water in the midst of the street. What street? The river. He saw the river. So the street is a river. So it is a golden street in Jerusalem, but it is a water street. It is water, living water street. It is not a, a, a street like our street you can walk on. It is a pure golden crystal clear and I saw a pure river of water coming out of the throne when, when he saw it and in the midst of the street in the midst of the street and either sides of this river street, river, same thing there was a tree of life which were, um, and either side there was a tree of life, which bare twelve manners of fruit, a tree in this street of water, clear as crystal, a tree of life. Who is the tree of life? Jesus Christ is the tree of life. But the tree of life is in the middle of this water street. So if something is in the middle of this way, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, the pathway. In the middle, if I say it's a middle, it means it is the, the focus point. It is our destiny. It is our dual. It is our goal. We are going, that is our goal. It's in the middle. But if I'm also saying, I'm in the middle of something. I mean, I am busy with something. So, the tree of life is our goal. 
It is our focus. It is the thing we are most focusing and going for. And that tree of life is the thing that is busy with us. The tree of life. So the path is not a hard road. It is a water road. It is Jesus Christ. The tree is Jesus Christ. And it had 12 manner of fruits. So it is always giving fruit to man. You can eat any time of this tree of life. Tree of life because the tree gives life. It gave three lives. Eternal life, everlasting life, and immortal life. Who's the one that gives us life? Jesus. But the water that I see is also water of living water. It's living life, water of life. So the river gives life, the tree gives life. Jesus Christ gives life. That means the tree, the street, the water is Jesus Christ giving life to us. And we can eat of it any time we want. Alright, let me go and read you Exodus, Ex Exodus 24 verse 9. Moses and Aaron and Nadab and Abihu and the 17 elders of Israel went up to the mountain. Listen here. Hey, this is awesome. And saw the God of Israel. They saw the 70 elders with Moses saw the God of Israel and under his feet, under God's feet, was something like a pavement made of sapphire. Sapphire is blue. Sapphire, the stone, sapphire, sapphire is blue. blue. Clear as the sky itself. Other translations say it was clear. I see a pavement. The way that God is walking, I see a pavement under his feet as blue, blue as clear. Remember Revelation 22 verse 1, and I see a water, I see a river, I see a street, blue, crystal clear, water, living water. And I see a pavement, a pavement is loose stones placed with its other. So that pavement, God is walking on a pavement of clear, like sapphire blue, crystal clear. Just let me read further to you. But God did not, and I saw God under his feet, all right, clear as the sky itself. Verse 11, 24 verse 11, but God did not raise his hand. Ah, ah against these leaders of the Israel, Israelites. They saw God and they ate and drank. They saw God. Now, many people will say, um, no one ever saw God and left. No man ever saw God and left. But yeah, we read, and they saw God and left, and they ate and drank with God. God wants us to have an experience with him and see him and see who he is. But this way he's walking, it's paved. It's paved 
out. Who piped out this? Listen, who piped out this walkway where God can walk on? Clear as crystal. Who? God says, um, uh, Yesiah, Isaiah 66, verse 1, he said, What place can you build me? I will build my own place. Don't you know that heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool? The place where God put his feet is earth. Where is earth? Here is earth. Who is with God on earth? We are with God on this earth. Walking out the manifestation of the glory or his authority because heaven is my throne. That means the authority is in the heavens. His authority is in the spirit realm. And his footstool, the place where he put his feet, the manifestation place is earth. And we are on earth because he gave earth unto men. So we are the manifestation of this authority. We are walking out this. So when he walk on this pavement of blue crystal clear water as sapphire, it is we that paved out it for him on this earth, for him to walk. Because the church is the ambassador to walk this, um, this life out and this authority out on this earth. Now, let's go and I will finish with John 4 verse 10. Oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, Jesus answered John 4 verse 10 and 14. Jesus answered her, the woman at the well, if you knew the gift of God, me, who is, who it is that asked you to drink, he asked her a water to drink at the well, you would, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living waters. I saw crystal clear water coming out of the throne, out of the throne of God. Blue, crystal clear water. If you know who Jesus is, you have asked him the clear living water. Who is the water? Jesus Christ. We must ask Jesus for the clear crystal water. But whoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him, he shall never thirst. <laughs> he shall never thirst. Uh, Jesus Christ said that with a wink. You shall never thirst because I know Christ. The more I drink, the more I thirst after him. <laughs> but the water that I shall give you, him shall be in him a well of water, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Jesus Christ will give you a well. Water, living water. I saw out of the throne of God, living water. Jesus Christ will give you living water. The temple 
He shall give you the living water of everlasting life, blue like sapphire. You are the one that paved out where God can walk on this water. Jesus Christ is the pavement. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life. But he's also the water. Holy Spirit is the water. I will give you the Holy Spirit. John 7 verse, verse 37. In the last day, Jesus stood up, the great day of the feast. And Jesus cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Drink of this clear water coming out of the throne of God. This golden street that I saw in the city, in the bright, is Jesus Christ. If the street is in me, a ruler, a kingly street named Jesus Christ. But it is not a fixed street, it is a water street. And there's a tree of life, Jesus Christ, and I can eat of that. Listen, he that believeth of me, verse 38, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly, wow, hallelujah, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of the throne of God I see, I see living waters flow out of the belly, out of your belly, where is the throne of God, it is your belly. Out of the throne, the place of authority is in your belly, will flow this crystal clear water, Holy Spirit, life. Oh, and verse 39 says, But this is spake he of the Spirit, Jesus speak of the Holy Spirit, which they have that, that they that believe on him should receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified at that time but now Jesus Christ has died he was raised from the dead he is being he glorified himself he went into the cloud he said it is better for me to go and I leave you, the Holy Spirit, the way. I leave you this water, this path, this sapphire road. In your belly is this road. This authority, this life is in you. Do not call on Jesus as if he if he's not here or far off, now he's in you. You are born from above. In your heart you can believe, in your mouth you can confess, and the power will be released. It's inside of you. So this walkway, this gold street in the Jerusalem is in you. It is speaking of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. May you be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that my, my God fill you with His Spirit, with the seed and with His Spirit. 
May it touch your life and may this become a reality for you. For God is truly life and we eat of it. We can have eternal life, everlasting life and immortal life. May God bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Good morning everybody. May the Lord Jesus Christ bless you. Um, I'm busy with the series on Revelation and this morning I just felt um, that I need to say something um, because um, of the subject the left behind so if you have your Bibles I believe it's going to bless you it's important to know this because um, I'm going to preach on Revelation 21 and 22 one of these days I'm busy now I think Revelation 18 <coughs> and it's important for us to know this um, sometimes people will say but why do we need to know the book of Revelation now the book of Revelation opened the plan of God and um, if you do not know the plan of God then uh, your gospel is in error and um, I think the, the preachers and the teachers um, of the church is too busy they are too busy with other stuff and not really focusing on Christ nor on the Word of God and um, that is actually a shame um, so um, if you have your Bibles I'm going to give you keys and I believe that this will help you um, to understand God's plan um, better and like I said when we are going to read Revelation 20 and 21 and 22 you are going to say wow I want it I want it so um, yes my key verse this morning is Revelation 21 verse 11 speaking on the left behind Revelation 21 verse 11 um, it says to John now and um, we're coming to Revelation 21 but it will say to John John come here I want to show you the bride we know that the bride is the church and then he showed him a mountain and um, on this mountain is a city and um, so the bride is a mountain and the city but it says and it's shown with the glory of God let us show you the bride the bride the church Jesus Christ is the bridegroom and we are the church the bride and it's shown with the glory of God and its brilliance was like that of a very precious jewel like jasper clear as crystal now this makes me very happy to know because when John in Revelation 14 seeing God on the throne he looks like jasper stone clear crystal, crystal jasper stone and now the wife the church looks like pure crystal jasper having the glory of God the bride 
who is the body of Christ having the glory of God. That is awesome. That is awesome. And then Romans 8, verse 19 and 20, very important. So there is a place where the bride has the bride. Now do you the bride, uh, bright is D-E, shine with the glory. Alright. And then Romans would say the following 8 verse 19 and 20. It says, the creation waits eagerly expectation for the sons of God. Not the son of God, the sons of God to be revealed. So the sons of God need to be revealed. The sons of God need to be revealed. For the creation was subject to frustration and sin and iniquity and problems and thorns and distals and decay. Not by his own choice, but by the will of the one who subject it. In hope. In hope. Adam, the first Adam, subject the whole earth when he sinned. And decay came. But now creation waits eagerly for the sons to shine with the glory of God, the bride who shines like the glory of God. So that is our key. We need to rise and shine with the glory of God. And if you look to Jasper, glory, you cannot see. Is it Jesus? Is it the church? Is it Jesus? The church looks like Jesus. And let me tell you, the church does not look like Jesus today. So, speaking on the left behind. Speaking on the left behind. Matthew 16 verse 28. So, I said a, a few um, videos back, I said if you have questions, you can ask me. And I will... Um, make a video this is one of that questions that somebody asked me and I want to help people I want to help people verily I say unto you now the moment that Jesus is speaking verily it says truly this is a promise listen Jesus makes the promise I do not care what pastor so and so said Jesus said 2000 years ago he said there be some standing here. Jesus is speaking to his disciples now. There will be some standing here. Which shall not taste death. Until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Son of Man coming in his kingdom. So some of your disciples will not die. Before you see the Son of Man. I said previously, go and see. If the theme is Son of Man, it is the Servant of Man. Jesus Christ was the Servant of Man. When? When He hung on the cross. Alright. He is also the Son of God. But that's another purpose. The purpose of Son of Man is something else. Then if you go to Old Testament Scriptures, you need to understand what was it all about. It was... God is saying through all the prophets, I'm coming to judge you because you do not turn to me. Return to me. Return to me. I will judge. I will bring fire. I will bring spirit and I will judge you spiritually 
and naturally. Alright, I will come and I will catch you like a thief in the night. And he did. So Jesus saying now, the Son of Man, the Son of Man says, He will come in His kingdom and you will see it. Some of you will see it. 2,000 years ago. Is Jesus the liar or are you the liar? Just a question. Pastor, are you a liar? I'm just asking the question. So, verily I say unto you. So we must understand things and then we go to Luke 17 verse 20. So, it's the bright that will shine and it's the suns that will be revealed. And let me tell you, you cannot shine or be revealed with Jesus in glory, like glory, with glory, if you are away. Alright, if you are gone. So Luke 17 verse 20. I must maybe relax. <laughs> but listen, there's an error. There's error teaching in the word, in, in, in the church. And um, we need to make it right. Listen, understand this. The, Jesus said, it's the truth that will set men free. 100% the truth. And that's why we need to preach the truth. Sometimes we want a prophetic word. If we can be touched by a prophet, oh, my life will change. Yes, 10%, your life will be better. Maybe if I can get a, a hands on and pray for me. Oh, if you can pray for me. Yes, 10% it will help. It will motivate you. It will do something. Yes, if I can have a father, you know, a papa or whatever you call it. If they can speak only a word and prophesy and touch me and lead me. Yes, 10%. But listen. It is the truth that will set you free. It's the teaching of the truth that will set you free. And this morning, this is truth about the left behind. The left behind. After this sermon, you will say, I want to be part of this. I want to be part of this because this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Luke 17 verse 20. And it says, it says, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come. Alright, we have heard now, Jesus said, some of you will not die before you see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Now, in Luke 17, verse 20, says Luke, he was demanded by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God shall come. And he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. It will not come with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there. Meaning, look here or look there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Now we must know, the kingdom, if we write it here, kingdom. And you will see, a king in a domain is a kingdom, a place. So it's a king in a domain. It will not com come with observation, but it will be in you. So the Son of Man will come in His kingdom. Who is the dom domain? You. Who is the king? 
Jesus. It will not com come with observation, but the kingdom, the Son of Man, will come. And He did come. So the Son of Man is not something to come. Don't read Luke and Matthew 24 as the Son of Man that needs to come physically. It is the King, it is the Son of Man that will King come in His domain. Kingdom, you will stand here 2,000 years ago and not die. And you will see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. But it's not the kingdom that you can observe because it is something in you. And 2,000 years ago, the church is there where the King has come as the offering, as the servant, and is in me. So it says, don't let them say, lo here, lo there, look here and look there. It will be in you. God, Jesus is saying this. We're talking about the left behind. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. Because this is now before the cross. So Jesus is going, he's going to say something now. He's going away. You are going too long to see the Son of Man. We are reading. Let's read. But you will not see it. And they shall say to you, See here or see there. Go not after them, nor follow them. Why? Because the kingdom of God will be in men. And when I'm coming, you will see it. You will know it. It will be in you. The kingdom of God. For as lightning that lighteth out of one part under the heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall the Son of Man be in his day. So, like lightning, that means when there's lightning, all who stay here sees lightning. Everybody will know this. And let me tell you, early in the morning, when they took Jesus in this. Uh, at the Garden of Gethsemane and they started to hit him and it was building up and building up and then he needs to go and stand there in a court and where the people say crucify, 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 crucify and everything is starting and they hit him with the 40 uh, um, uh, you know uh, whip, whip him and, and it started and the whole day everybody knew about this man, Jesus Christ, who did miracles for three years, raised the dead, healed the blind, the lame, and everyone we're speaking of, they are going to crucify him. This will be a big day, a big day. So the coming of the Son of Man in his kingdom, in you, in the church, will be like lightning, everyone will see it. Everyone will see it. But first must he suffer many things. Verse 25 says, First he must suffer many things, and be rejected by his generation. And then, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall be also the day of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And the flood came 
and destroyed them all because there were many people that day when Jesus was led to the cross whom all happy crucify him with Mary and we do we love hit him yes he's evil listen it was the same in the day of Noah when Noah started to build the ark and they laugh at him <laughs> but God is bringing judgment God is bringing judgment on mankind and Jerusalem. O oh, Jerusalem, O oh, Jerusalem, you killed my prophets. I'm going to judge you, but they will draw all judgment upon me for your sake. I'm going to judge you spiritually, but I'm going to send my fire as well to destroy this temple that you... I do not want this temple. I am the temple. I make man the temple. I make the church the temple. I need a body. I do not want this temple. This temple, I do not accept it. Go and receive. Go and listen to Revelation 1 until... 17 and you will start seeing the gospel of Jesus Christ so it says it will be in the days of Noah they eat likewise also all right in the day of Lot now let's look to my board see on my board so here is man we call them unrighteous Then yes, other man, we call them righteous. The righteous was the family of Noah. Okay. The unrighteous people were the people that laugh and marry. The son of man will come in his kingdom and it will catch you like a thief in the night, like the days of Noah. So the days of Noah, God was that time going to judge men with water all right so the water came over them and swept who away the unrighteous people were killed and swept away who was left behind the righteous people Noah was righteous and his family was left behind not the unrighteous was left behind you talking about rapture how the church needs to be gone be raptured when the left behind is bad but no the son of man will come in his kingdom and the left behind in the days of Noah is the righteous people but the unrighteous was swept away they were taken they were taken Today they are preaching the coming of Jesus Christ will be like the days of Noah. And then we were left. Now the meek shall inherit the earth. Now the kingdom of God is an everlasting kingdom. Now the earth God gave unto men. Now the sons must rise. The earth is waiting for the sons and the pride and the glory you need to be left alone left behind left behind because God has a purpose let us make man in our own image and let them rule with my glory hallelujah we do not need to go away 
we need to be left behind. And the unrighteous will be taken away. First with water. And God will take them away with fire. His spirit. Where? On the cross. He will judge mankind. Sin and iniquity. And then the Jewish world will be judged physically with fire in 70 AD. That is the son of man that will come. Well, a two-part thing. It will be first on the cross and then it will happen. You will see it like lightning when it comes. And the army surround Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. And it says, verse where, yes, it was, and it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the days of Noah enter into the ark. And the flood came in and destroyed them all. The flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also is it, was it in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drank, and they bought, they sold, they planted, they built it. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstones from heaven and destroyed them all. <laughs> who destroyed whom? God destroyed them all. Who? God did destroy the unrighteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah with fire. Who was left behind after God judged Sodom and Gomorrah? The righteous people. The righteous people. So now they want the left behind is the bad people and you need to give your blood. No! You need to be left behind. And, and the, the, the unrighteous people need to be taken away. Understand that. Understand that. Verse 30 says, Even this shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. It will be the same as Sodom and Gomorrah, where the unrighteous was taken and the righteous was left. It was like the days of Noah where the unrighteous was taken by water and the righteous was left. Alright, where? To rule this earth. To stand on this earth and be part of God's glory. Yes. And then it says, so shall the, the when the Son of Man is revealed. Now, listen. Revealed is a Greek word. Revealed, alright. And that means coming, manifest, revealed, manifestation, coming, alright. There's actually uh, appearing, uh, there's many, there's actually six, seven Greek words for that, revealed. The Son of Man is being revealed. So, revealed means not that I'm not here. Alright? I know that some Greek word says, 
Jesus needs to come and then that means he's not here and then there's a knock at the door ah oh, yes Jesus Christ <laughs> welcome you've come but revealed means something like the stars that shines in daytime they are there but we cannot see it but they are revealed in the night so Jesus is always with us he will never leave us nor forsake us but so will be the day of the Son of Man be when he's revealed so now people that do does not know about the revelation they are waiting for a coming He's not here and now he is coming and then he's going to take them and capture them and rapture them away and then the bad people will be left behind for the for, to live on this earth no no the good people will must be left behind and the bad people must be burned and taken out of the way you want to be part of the left behind why? Because Jesus needs to be revealed. He's with us. But he needs to be revealed. Where? Amongst us. In his kingdom. In me. With his glory. With his glory. And I saw the new Jerusalem. The bride. The church. Zion. They are coming down. With the same glory. They look like Jasper. May. And they are the sons of God. And they must sit the earth free because they are left behind they are left behind listen this is Jesus words this is not the pastor Kukamur or whoever you are saying about oh when Jesus Christ will wrap us away there will be a left behind and then you will struggle with your own blood and try to say what type of gospel is that listen it will be like unto Noah and like unto Lot. Remember Lot's wife, verse 32. Verse 33. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it, and whosoever lose his life shall preserve it. Lot's wife, when they went out of Sodom and Gomorrah, the Lord said, Do not go back to your life, would because I'm going to burn it you are righteous do not turn back if you turn back you will die with them but who was left Lot and his children but the wife turned back and she became a pillar she was also judged actually with that fire so so don't do that don't do that now Jesus is speaking now to his disciples I want to be revealed I want to be revealed in my kingdom and some of you will not die you will see it when the king will come in his domain it will come first spiritually when I hang on a cross and then the son of man will be revealed when I will come with fire and burn your natural temple and your natural city the mother city to the ground to the ground you see if the mother city fall every city falls because the mother city stands for the people, it stands for the nation, it stands for the buildings, it stands for the language, it stands for the spirit, it stands for everything. So if Jerusalem, and that's why Jerusalem was the last city that fell 2000 years ago in the siege of the Roman Empire, the great beast with the seven heads and the ten horns. 
Yes, they took every city. The last city that fell was Jerusalem. History. History. And they say, who shall ever seek to save? Jesus saying now to his disciples, do not go back. Flee for this great tribulation. I tell you, in the night there shall be two men. One on the bed and one shall be taken. The other one shall be left. Who needs to be taken and who needs to be left? Taken. Oh, I see rapture. No, sir. It is like Noah and it's like Lot. Taken. It's taken out of the way. Taken out of that. So that who is left, the Son of Man will be revealed in you as the bride. The, the meek shall inherit the earth. The sons must rise. You shall be left. The one shall be taken. And the one shall be left. Who shall be left? Those who say, I see Jesus. I took Jesus. I want to have Jesus. My faith is in Jesus. I shall be left to stay on this earth. To rule with Jesus in his everlasting kingdom. Because he has an everlasting kingdom. And it says, Two women shall grind together. The one shall be taken, and the other one shall be left. Two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken, and the other one shall be left. Those who taken is, I do not want this. I do not want this. Listen, and all the Old Testament prophets says that Jesus Christ has wrath in his heart and judgment. And he's coming with fire to burn them. Two way. Natural and spiritual. I'm going to judge you. Oh Jerusalem, oh Jerusalem, oh Israel, oh Jew, oh Jewish world, my people, Israel and Judah, my people. I'm going to bring judgment. My wrath will be upon you. I'm going to take you away like the water take the unrighteous away. So that my righteous people can stay on the earth in a righteous dwelling. With God in us. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I want you to be one with me. John 17, Jesus prayed. I will manifest myself unto you. John 16 and 17. Jesus would say, My Father and me will come and make our boat within you. Within you. You need to be left alone. You need to be left behind to rule. But the gospel is in error in some preacher and teachings. They want to be raptured away so that God must judge this world. Jesus said, the judgment is now here when you draw me on the pole. The judgment will be on me. I will be the offering for the sin and the iniquity of men. And that is grace. That is the kingdom. Do not look for the sons, son of God. Do not look for the Christ. Do not look Physically with observation because the Son of Man came. And where will be? He will be in the domain. In you. In you. And you need to be left behind. On the field. 
some will say, Ah oh, man, did you hear Jesus are going to crucify him? Yes, I'm happy with that. And he was taken out of the way. And those who are left, this is spiritual speaking of people who were left. Those who said, Lord Jesus, I'm so sorry that you took my place to die because the wages of sin is death and all have sinned and we needed to have death but Jesus took it on the cross and this if you read Revelation is exactly what I've said this morning who is judged by God's seven seals and seven trumpets and seven vials who will judge the unrighteous who was sealed? Angels sealed the people of God. Sealed the trees and all the people of God with my seal on their forehead. And then throw out the vials of my wrath upon the unrighteous people and the beast. So that they can be burned and taken out of the way. So who will be left? Those who are protected. Those who have the seal of God. So Old Testament and the book of Revelation is saying exactly the same that Jesus Christ said. The left behind, you need to be left behind. So this morning, I pray that you will see it because it's the truth that will set men free. The earth is waiting for us to be manifested with the glory of God but we are too weak and now we're speaking oh if the one world government will come you know they will kill us or they will going to make a one world religion today there's billions of people with different kinds of religion and the only one that has power is the true one the gospel the true sons of God why are you afraid of a one world religion. There needs to be a one world religion. The true one. And my earth will be filled. With the glory of God. You think it's Martin preaching this morning to you? No man. No sir. It's Jesus Christ speaking to us. The earth will be filled with the glory of God. I am earth this morning. And the glory must be in me. And upon me. And I must not be afraid. And the earth must have a one world order. Where the order is the order of Jesus Christ's kingdom. And the money is God's money. And, and the religion is God's religion. His Christianity, His true kingdom, His sons. You are afraid of things. Oh, if Jesus can just wrap us away. Yes. I do not want to bring offense, but sometimes it's needed to bring offense to some people because the gospel is attacked by error and by evil teachings. I want to calm down. Lord Jesus, may the people see your truth and may your people be set free and may your child church rise this morning with glory the bride with your glory set us free so that we can set your creation free who waits for us but we have fear Lord Jesus 
we have fear this morning to be revealed. We have fear to be left behind. But we need to be left behind. We ask your grace and your mercies upon us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Be blessed, brothers. Be blessed. people of God um, I hope it's going well with you and uh, welcome uh, this morning is Sunday so I'm not going further with the Revelation series um, we will see tomorrow with Revelation 16 and I believe it's one of the best series that you can um, found in YouTube or on YouTube and um, I believe the Lord helped and open my eyes so that I can see uh, some things and explain it to the church um, yes but this morning I want to speak to you it will help you um, a lot to know this what I'm saying this morning I'm going to speak to you on the man of sin and a man of sin now in theology sometimes they are um, making the error of putting the man of sin the beast and then the antichrist as the same thing and actually it's three different things and um, in the book of revelation in the series you will see how i speak on the beast and um, it's actually governments and then um, and then the antichrist is a spirit in mankind that does not know the lord jesus christ because that spirit would say we do not reckon Jesus as Lord and Savior and that he did came uh, 2,000 years ago in the flesh and um, so this morning I want to open you the man of sin and I'm going I believe it's going to bless you so if you have your Bibles you may turn with me to Colossians 3 verse 4 so always I ask the Lord Jesus Lord give me the keys to open things now I believe a big problem in the church is when we read Bible we read it as a storybook so we will start at verse 1 and then we will read it through and then we will think and, and then that's that but um, I believe because I'm a teacher and a prophetic teacher and most of my time I spent in the Word of God I would stop I will read a verse and I will think on that and I will pray upon that and then I will read verses I will skip verses so that my mind must not go in a you know a rut is that the word um, and then I will read backwards and then I will stop and I will ask the Lord Jesus give me the keys for this so sometimes I will read and I will hear the Holy Spirit say stop I want you to go to that place now 
then I will go to that place and I will see and then I will see the revelation and then I will come back. So it's not a storybook and um, I believe that the Bible is precious and it's for our lives today. So let's go and see what is the key this morning, what the Lord said to me. So it says Colossians 3 verse 4, very, very well known, very well known and it says, when Christ who is our life. Now where is your life? Your life is inside of you. When Christ is your life. So some people will say, oh sport is my life man. And some will say, man, uh, tennis is my life. And others will say, oh no, um, karate is my life. Or some people will say, no, my business is my life. Money is my life. But when Christ is my life. Where is Christ? It's in you. It's part of you. When Christ, when Christ, who is our life, appears, so Christ must appear, then you will also appear with Him in the splendor of His glory. So Christ wants to appear and He wants you to appear with Him. That's the key. Alright. So first, yeah, my board, I'm going to write, when Christ appears, we are the body of Christ. And Christ is the head, and we are the body, the body. So when Christ, who is the head, appears, He wants the body to appear as well. That's the key for the man of sin. Alright, let's go. 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 12. Now, like I said, I do not read everything, every time, like verse 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. There's too much information what Paul tried to say to us. So now we do not focus and our minds are busy with other stuff. And then we would try to put all this information uh, in a minute. And you cannot do that. So that's why I'm only going to give you few verses and the few verses will open the thing for you so that you can go and read the whole chapter in this mindset all right in this mindset so just trust me what i'm going to say to you will be glorious so 2 thessalonians 1 verse 12 remember the key all right so so this is a letter to thessalonian the church there's a first letter and there's a second letter. This was written 51 AD. Alright? 51 AD. So plus minus Jesus went into the cloud 34 AD. So almost about 18, 17 years later, Paul is writing now this. 15 years in the ministry and he's writing this. Alright? Alright. So we must understand the time of things. He would say, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. <laughs> the name of our Lord Jesus Christ might be glorified in you. So does that sound the same as our first scripture? In you. That the name of our Lord must be glorified in you. When Christ is your life, appear, you shall be appear with him. So, Thessalonians, first, uh, second Thessalonians, 
1 verse 12, the second letter now to that church, says, this is a key. Christ must be, be glorified, where? In you. In you. In you. That's the key. So the two scriptures that I give already is the same in Paul's heart and mind. I want to speak upon something. Alright. This is his focus. Alright. According to the grace, ye and ye in him. Alright, so he says, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may, may be glorified in you. And you in him. Alright. According to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Then, the following chapter, but listen, it was not written in chapters and verses, but the following chapter. So this is now 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 3. The same mind. I want Christ to come in you and you in Him. Alright, now we are going to speak on the man of sin. So verse 3. Let no man deceive you. So that means there will come many people in, on this place, on this point, that will try to deceive you. And that is a great deceiving in the church today of who the man of sin is. By any means, for the day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of of perdition all right the day must come so now the day must come paul is writing 51 a.d the day must come so it's something not in his past it's something in his future but do not be deceived now but i did not read verse 2 i'm going now to the previous verse verse 2 Alright, the day, don't let them deceive you. First then needs to be a falling away. Alright, the previous verse, it's important for you to understand. Let's read that. Okay, that ye be not sh soon shaken in mind. Don't let people shake you in mind because the next verse says, do not be deceived. But the previous verse now, verse 2, all be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter, as from us. Paul is saying, do not be troubled, as the day of Christ is at hand. The day of Christ is at hand. So, what day are we speaking now? We speak on the day of Christ. When the Lord Jesus Christ will appear, you shall appear with Him. Alright, the day of Christ. So the theme and the context is the day of Christ. When Christ is your life, appear, you shall appear with Him in glory. The day of Christ. Alright, you can see that. Then He starts off. By saying, I want you to understand that you must, Christ must be in you. In you. In you. And you in Him. In Him. 
Then the following chapter is speaking of the day of Christ. Now, there is a big problem. The day of Christ. Not the day of the Lord. So, the Greek word there is Christos. Christ. But the Amplified and other translations sometimes do not. They did not write the Bible in the sense of they have the revelation. So they would say, like the Amplified would say, the day of the Lord. But that's a big problem. Because the Greek word there is not Lord, it's Christ. But they felt, oh, but the Lord is Christ. So we can use the day of the Lord. But the big problem with that is, is in the Old Testament, the people spoke of the day of the Lord is coming. And Paul knew they never spoke of the day of Christ. Now, after Jesus Christ was already there, the day of the Lord is past for him. But he says, the day of Christ is not yet there. So the day of the Lord and the day of Christ cannot be the same day. And the day of Christ must be later than the day of the Lord. And if you make a problem to think it's the day of the Lord, although Christ is the Lord, but the focus is on the day, the revealing, the time. The day means time. It's daytime. So the focus is on the day of the Lord who is revealed and the day of Christ who is revealed. So it's the time when Christ is revealed. Alright? So it is two different days because Paul is writing 51 AD after Jesus was already there. He said that the day of Christ is not yet here. Now what the problem is with futuristic view is they make out the day of Christ and the day of the Lord sometimes as the same thing. And others make the problem where they say, oh, when Jesus was on earth, it was the day of Christ. And they are waiting for the day of the Lord because revelation is something to come for them. And John was on the day of the Lord. So for them, they switched the thing. But the day of the Lord is Old Testament prophets. And Jesus came. And Paul is saying that the day of Christ is there. Sorry for the errors in the translations. Alright. But, like I said, I'm the teacher. And I have the time to spend time with God and ask Him to open things for me. Many years ago, I said to the Lord, Lord, the body of Christ is part of the body. Show me what. What is my part? So that night I dreamed. The Lord Jesus Christ stood next to me. And I saw, I think it was Reinhard Bonke. And he preached for millions of people. I see it was millions and millions. So me and Jesus stood on the platform with Reinhard Bonke. And he preached it. He said, Jesus Christ is Lord. And we listened and I asked the Lord Jesus, I want to preach like this. And I heard the Lord Jesus say to me, Martin, you are a ear. You need to be listening. You need to listen. You are the ear in my body. Go and listen what I'm saying to you and teach the body of Christ. So I want to preach, but I must listen because I believe my ears are open. So that I need to understand and give that to the church. Alright. So it says, 
Um, that was okay. We we so I've said verse two that ye not be soon shaken, for the day of Christ is not at hand. The day of Christ is not at hand. Is at hand. Huh? Is at hand. All right. Is at hand. All right. I believe. Uh, 2,000 years ago when Satan came to Jesus in that 40 days in the desert, three times he said to you, if you are the Son of God, then if you are the Son of God, then you are the Son of God. Now some people try to take the three things that he said, well fall down or he make bread and stuff, they would take the focus on that side. But I believe that Satan Jesus on his sonship and that if he did that to our master he would did that as well to us if you are a son of God so he will tempt our sonship he does not want us to know and acknowledge that we are sons and reveal the sonship because if Christ who is our life revealed we are going to be revealed with him when on the day what day the day of Christ. The day of Christ. So it's not the day of the Lord, it's the day of Christ. Let me give you two scriptures that is so awesome and powerful that will open, break open this whole thing. 2 Peter 1 verse 19 and 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7. First, 2 Peter 1 verse 19. Alright? Peter is writing this now. And we have this prophetic word made firmer still. You will do well to pay close attention to it as a lamb. Thy word is a lamp unto our feet, you remember. As to a lamp shining in a dismal, a dark place. Until the day breaks. The what? The day breaks through. The day breaks through. And the morning star rises or come into being in your hearts. So what is the dark place? You. And who is the day star? Christ. But you will do well if you listen what I'm saying now. Because the day star who is the light must come. Christ must be revealed. In your hearts. Alright. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7. However. We possess. This treasure treasure. The divine light of the gospel. The what? The light of the gospel. The day star is a light. You possess it already. In frail human vessels. Of earth. Where is the dark place? The first chapter. First verse. Vessels. Earthen vessels. That the grandeur. And the exceeding greatness of the power. May be shown. Be from God and not from us. Alright. God wants to shine. Through us. He wants. For Christ to be revealed. Alright. This is two awesome scriptures. That we need to understand. All 
Alright, so I'm going to read 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 8. Alright. 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 8. And we're trying to understand the man of sin thing. It says, And then shall the wicked be revealed. Verses 8. Then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Alright? <laughs> so verse 8 says, And then shall the wicked be revealed. Who is this man of sin? The other name is the wicked. Will be revealed. Man of sin, another name, the wicked shall be revealed. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. The spirit of his mouth. And shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Jesus' coming. Alright, that word coming means presence. In Greek word, it means not that Jesus is not now with me. Jesus needs to come. It means Jesus is here, but is not visible. Alright? So that Greek word means when he's here, he needs to get vis visible. visible. So listen now. It says, the wicked shall be revealed. The man of sin shall be revealed. When? When Jesus Christ who is here is being revealed. Is being revealed. Now, let's understand this. Let's understand what I've said now. 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 4. You see what I'm doing? I'm reading a verse and then I read another verse and I, I come back to a verse. Because if I do that, the thing will be open for you and then you can go to your home and start reading from the, from the front and you will see, okay, it's all about Christ in us and we in Christ. Alright, and that is the thing that needs to be revealed. So verse 4, 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 4, it says, Who Opposed and exalt himself above all that is called God. Or that is worship. So that he as God sitteth in the temple of God. Showing himself that he is God. So we say we speak on a man of sin. Then we said it was also called the wicked. Alright. Then now the the Lord must be revealed and when the Lord is revealed or present then this wicked man who exalt himself alright verse 4 who opposed and exalt himself above all that is called God or that is worship so that he as God sitteth in a temple and showing himself that he is God now this was written 51 AD, 
We know 54 was Nieru. So Nieru, Vespasian, and Titus was the three Caesars to come. Alright? And all of the all of the Caesars, this three, had this God complex and changed everything in the Jew nation as they made the temples as they had to pray unto them. So they were the people that um, killed the Jews and the Christians and said, we are God. And they said, and frustrated the Jewish nation in their time of rule. So I believe, I believe, this is not speaking of that. Although the Petrus view, Petrus view, says that we believe that the man of sin, the man of sin, he is not uh, uh, Nero and Vespasian and Titus that is sitting in a literal temple and is keeping the people of God to be like Christ. That's the Peter's view. But, listen, yeah, I'm going to read this again and the, the, the thing is actually, it lays actually in the word temple. So, who opposed and exalt himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God. So the wicked sit in the temple of God. That Greek word, the temple of God, is naos. Naos. I'm going to write it here because it's very important. Naos is a temple but it is a spiritual temple so there's someone that is wicked that sits in a temple a naos it's a spiritual temple where every time in the uh, uh, new testament when they speak of the literal temple the literal temple they use, use the word hirion hirion Right? Hiron. So, Hiron is a literal temple. So, Jesus would say, This temple will no stone be left of. The temple, you say you will kill, you will break down the temple. Hiron, Hiron, Hiron. Literal temple, our temple. But when Paul is writing this in Thessalonians, he's not speaking of a literal temple, he is speaking of a spiritual temple, of something who is wicked, and he called it a man of sin, who is sitting in a spiritual temple, and opposed, opposed, the Christ revealing. So, Christ, when Christ who is your life, is revealed, you will be revealed with him. I want you, to be in Christ and God in you. Let's speak of the day of Christ that is being revealed. Alright? But there's something opposed this Christ being revealed in you and you in Him in a spiritual temple. Right? So 1 Peter 2 verse 4 and 5 Come to Him then to that living stone he's a living stone which men tried 
they tested him and throw away, but which is chosen and precious in God's sight. Come and like living stones be yourself built into a spiritual house for a holy, dedicated, consecrated priesthood to offer up those spiritual sacrifices where is sacrifices made in the temple and that are acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ be you built up in with living stones in the great living stone as a house as a temple to bring sacrifices pleasing to God Listen, 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 14, we are back to Thessalonians. Who is the temple of God now? In Revelation, I've spoken so many times about the temple of God need to be opened. The temple in heaven. The seven seals, the seven trumpets, the seven vials. And then the temple is open in heaven. What temple? We as the temple of God, where God Christ is in us but there's something that opposed for jesus to be revealed not to come not the second coming he's not on earth he must be revealed christ never left this earth christ said i will never leave you nor forsake you i will always be with you so he came in the day of the lord and he stay on the earth he did not go, go away. But the Christ who is that star is now in our hearts. And the day of Christ must be revealed. Where? In you. So you are the spiritual temple. And Christ must be revealed in you. Your life must be revealed. And when Christ who is your life is revealed, you will be revealed with him. But there is something that stands against that Christ and that day. At that time for Christ to come to the full. It's not the Antichrist because I do not have the Antichrist spirit in me. And it's not nothing to do with the beast. Alright. 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 14. So this is the last verse in that scripture. Trying to say to you that there is a spiritual temple. There is a man of sin, a wicked thing that stand opposed the word of God. The star that must rise in the dark place and come to the front. Alright. This is awesome. It says, it was to this end. <laughs> to what end? So I have said everything unto now. For this is to this end. This is the end now of the story. That he called you through the gospel. So that you may obtain and share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it, all what I said to now is to this end. This is the purpose. That you share in the glory of God. But there is someone who is wicked. That's called the man of sin that opposed this. Opposed what? You to share in his glory. But Christ is in you. The star is in you. But the day is not yet here. The day of the Lord came. But he never left. 
Now is in you as a star in dark earthen vessel. But you need a treasure need for him to come forth. But there's something that keeps you bound so that, that that Christ and that light can shine through you. And you can share in his glory. Because the key is when Christ is revealed, you can be revealed with him. Christ wants us to be revealed with him. But Christ needs to be your life in you. 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 10. He wants Christ in you. This is the context. Now, let's see 1 Corinthians 15 verse 45. Just going to read five verses. So it's written, the first man Adam became a living being. The last Adam, a living giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural. And after that, the spiritual. The first man was the dust of the earth, and the second man from heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And is and is the man from heaven, so also are those who are from heaven. Alright. And just as we born the likeness of the earthly man, this is what you see here. As we bore, born the likeness of the earthly man, the first Adam, so shall we bear the likeness of the man from heaven. From heaven. So there's two bodies. The one is yeah you see it now it comes from adam adam and children and yeah i am martin weidemann but as i born this image let me also born the image of christ the second one the spirit living one all right all right now the first adam is not a living spirit it's only a living soul and the sin is in the living body Sin is in the blood. So our problem is the man of sin. The flesh part of us. Every man that is listening to me, your greatest problem is actually your flesh. Not Satan. Not Antichrist. Not the beast. Your mind and your body. The sin that's in the blood, that's in your body. So the man of sin, the man of sin, is the Adam man. In old man. It's the flesh in all man. Who actually stop. That the Christ that we have received. Can shine through us. Because we think only natural things. We want money. We want oh I love that girl. We want this. We want this. We want this. So our mind. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life is in the flesh. And that keeps us away for the Christ who is in our heart to come and shine through. Because we are the temple, the spiritual temple, the Nas temple. But Christ cannot shine through us and in us as what Paul said. So that the day of Christ is not yet here because the one who opposed him, the man of sin, the wicked one, the Adam part of 
keeps us from that Christ to come to the full front. Romans 7 verse 24. It says. And 25. Stopping with this verse. O wretched man that I am. Paul is saying in Romans now. I am a wretched man. So he's not speaking about the spiritual part. Because he says. I am a wretched man. Who shall deliver me from this body of death? My flesh part. The old man. That he speaks on so many times. The old man. Lay down your old man. Lay down your flesh. Oh wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. Verse 25. Who can deliver me from this body? Jesus Christ can deliver me from this body. This old man. This flesh of mine. My mind. That's why we need to have the mind of Christ. So that the star and the day and a precious treasure that is in dark earthen vessel can shine through. So we know what is keeping. We know what is keeping the day of Christ. The day that Christ revealed himself through us, in us. Our flesh. Our flesh is keeping that. Because our minds are fleshly. And those whose minds are fleshly, are fleshly and natural. But whose minds are spiritual, are spiritual. So I believe that the man of sin and the wretched man and the wicked man is the body. What Paul is saying, who shall deliver me of this body and this mind and this natural lust, eyes. And the lust of the eyes and the flesh and the pride of man. Who shall deliver me? Thank you Jesus Christ. So he is. And Jesus Christ is waiting in this spiritual temple. The Nostan temple. To come to the front. front. When he is revealed. Not when he is coming. When he is revealed. The Greek word means revealed. Someone. The Greek word means someone that is present. That must say, da-da-da, here I am. I tried my best with that mindset. Try and read Thessalonians again. And try to see that a man of sin is actually you in your flesh part. Keeping you for truly become the body. And when Christ who is your life, that we are saying, Christ is my life. When he is being revealed, when you stop your flesh and he's being revealed, you will be revealed with him in glory. And they will say, is that Jesus? Or is that Martin? Is that Jesus? I don't know. It looks like Jesus Christ. No, it looks like Martin. I don't know. But see, he's doing all the stuff that Jesus is doing. But what is keeping him now for truly to be Jesus Christ? Mm, say his flesh mm, his flesh he's still thinking the wretched man way the old body way nothing to do with antichrist 
or the beast. So the book of Revelation does not speak about this man of sin. But I believe that if we can put the man of sin, the wretched fleshly part of us, truly in the grave, then the Christ can shine in Revelation that we ought to shine like we ought to shine. I hope you understand this and may you be blessed today. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Mm -hmm.